G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As the Russian invasion continues in Ukraine, a focus today on the growing number of refugees trying to cross borders into neighbouring nations. The air raid alert continuously sounds town centres are being bombed, supermarkets are closed and the access roads are largely closed. The organisation Christians for Israel is at work with what is an extensive Jewish population out of Ukraine who've been living in a growing anti-Semitism. Sarah Van Ort is with Christians for Israel. Sarah's joining us. Hello, Sarah. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you so much, Neil. Hi. Sarah, we're talking to you today. You're in Moldova, neighbouring nation next mm-hmm. to Ukraine, and the humanitarian situation's getting worse. That's correct. That's correct. I arrived two days ago to help the team of Christians for Israel in uh, in Moldova. Uh, actually, there is two teams. There is one in Ukraine, evacuating the people, collecting the people um, that we get the names from, the Jewish from different Jewish communities. They are bringing them to the border. So every day, every morning, we are standing at the border to pick them up and to bring them to a safe place, to a safe place from where they can travel uh, finally to Israel. So this is the job we are doing now, and I can tell you, thousands and thousands of refugees are coming every day uh, to the border, not only of Moldova, but also the other neighboring countries of Ukraine. And the place is being flooded. Moldova is one of the poorest countries. It is the poorest countries of Europe, and Moldova is not prepared to take so many refugees in. So it's actually, you know, a humanitarian crisis that you see develop before your own eyes. So, yeah, it's it's a very complicated and difficult situation. Just briefly, while we're talking about the Jewish community out of Ukraine, mm-hmm. which is the ones that Christians for Israel is focusing on, there has been mm-hmm. a growing anti-Semitism within Ukraine, and there's been now for a long, long time uh, the desire yes. for Jewish people to uh, move uh, to Israel. Uh, this has now forced their hand, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, anti-Semitism has always been a part of uh, of uh, the Jewish history in Ukraine. Already centuries ago, there were pogroms, so-called pogroms, which is uh, you know people, governments killing Jews. Um, today, the government is friendly toward Jews, but you can still see that there is always anti-Semitism latent in Ukrainian population. So this is also a worry that we have. If problems are in Ukraine, and Ukraine is today, of course, uh, confronted with a huge problem, sooner or later it will reflect on the Jewish communities. Yesterday we heard already a message of a a rabbi with his community who was beaten by Ukrainian uh, citizens of the city. So 
every time during the history you see the anti-Semitism coming back. And of course, yeah, the Holocaust was horrible in Ukraine. One and a half million uh, Jewish people were killed. So uh, sh- they were shot. Yeah, babies were, were shot. So, yeah, we are very afraid that this might, not, that not the Holocaust might happen again, but it's a serious situation. There's a whole different dimension that we're talking about mm-hmm. when we specifically focus on one community of those refugees mm-hmm. who are fleeing from Ukraine. But uh, you describe mm-hmm. what's happening right now with refugees leaving mm-hmm. by the thousands or hundreds of thousands as a, a level of panic. How do you, how do you mm-hmm. see that panic outworking and people trying to get out? I can, I can describe it to you very simply. When yesterday, uh, when the people were came coming over the border, people came from war areas, you know, Kharkov, which is surrounded by the Russians, captured by the Russians. Uh, you see the fear in their eyes. There was a little girl, she couldn't talk. She was only trembling. These kind of things you hear constantly. They, they had to leave their husbands behind because the, the men are not allowed to leave Ukraine. They have to fight in the army. You can see the fright in their eyes. You can see what they went through. They told us about that they had 10 minutes to grab their passport and their uh, clothes or whatever, or maybe didn't didn't take anything. They jumped on a bus. The bus was being shot at, and, and they're at the border. So this is the way they come in, trembling, shaking, and completely traumatized. You say that Moldova, the poorest country in Europe, and you've got uh, mm. thousands upon thousands uh, pouring out of Ukraine mm. into Moldova. You're looking at ways in which you can help evacuate those refugees yes. and, and uh, send them on to Romania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we work very closely with the Israeli organization, the Jewish Agency for Israel. So what is uh, what is happening is we take the the evacuees, we rent buses, which is also very expensive now because everybody wants to flee. Uh, We rent buses, we bring them to certain places where the Israeli embassy is present and talking to the people and giving them the right papers to finally evacuate to Israel. So we cooperate very closely with him. It's a big operation. It's an operation actually that is just being started right now. You know, a few days ago, there were no, no refugees. A week ago, there were no refugees yet. Now there is uh, thousands coming. So it's a huge operation. And we work literally day and night to be able, you know, to, uh, to provide for the Jewish people a shelter and also a flight to Israel. You mentioned that, of course, the memories go way back to World War Two and the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Are there those senior Jewish Ukrainians uh, who were yes. part of the Holocaust and they are coming across the border? They are uh, once again refugees? Mm-hmm. Yes, I met uh, yesterday a lady. She's called uh, Ludmila and she was also in, um, in, in the Holocaust. She's 80-something years old. I'm not exactly sure. She, uh, you know, she ran away uh, in hiding for the for the Germans during the World War Two, and now she's running away for for the Russians. So it's their second time that you know they have to flee from danger of life. This was a, this was a story. The day before, I t- talked to another lady. She had the same story. She was in the Holocaust. She's 90 year old. 90 years old. 
and she has to flee again. It's 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 horrible. You know, all the memories come back. There were little children during World War Two. Now they're elderly people and they are fleeing. It's absolutely, absolutely shocking. Many Christians are interested in general relief. You're more focused Mm -hmm. on the Jewish community. Uh, Can you let us in on what Mm -hmm. sort of needs you might have as you're trying to help those refugees? Uh, Are there financial needs Mm -hmm. that you need right now? Uh, uh, How do people help from Australia? Definitely. Um, You know, there is a lot of need. We are helping these Jewish communities already for 25 years. So we have very close contact with uh, them, and that is why we are especially focusing on these Jewish communities to give uh, to give them safety. There's actually three needs. The first need is food. So for the people who are still in Ukraine, we provide them food. We provide them money to buy food, the food that is left in the supermarkets because supermarkets are empty. That's the first thing. The second thing is that if they flee, we provide them shelter. Um, they have they need to have a place to sleep. You know, if people are running away already for five days, they're completely broke down. So we, we provide them shelter in a place in uh, west of Ukraine for one night, and the next day they travel. So they go to the border with Moldova, and we take over from them and bring them uh, to a safe place. So the third need is the transportation, and the transportation is getting more and more serious, more and more complicated to organize. But these are the three things, the food, the shelter, and transportation. That's what we do. This time of year, is it fair to say that temperatures are still below zero for much of the day? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and now it's around zero, so um, it's acceptable. I heard that next week it's going to be minus 10, which is terrible. I don't know how uh, people will do it. Sarah, for those today who may be able to make a donation, can they do that through the Mm -hmm. Christians for Israel website? Absolutely. Please do. We need a lot of donations to be able to continue our work because it's intensive. It costs a lot of money and people need it. People are in desperate need and they can donate through our website, c4israel.com. Com.au. So That's the letter C, the number 4, israel.com.au. C4israel.com.au. Sarah Van Oort is with Christians mm-hmm. for Israel and speaking to us from Moldova and uh, hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of refugees fleeing Ukraine. Uh, the focus for Sarah and the team at Christians for Israel mm-hmm. has been on supporting those Jewish refugees. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart and uh, you're in the prayers of no doubt so many listening to our conversation today. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us on 2020. Yeah, can I say one more thing, Neil? Yes, yes. Yes, please pray for the Jewish people, for all the refugees in Ukraine and also outside. The prayers is so important and it gives also us and them strength to continue. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.